We're talking E's famously single season two, episode three, The Disappearance of Callum Best. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. You got to show me, show me your love. I feel like we're at the Abbey or like After Hours at Mickey's. What up, After Buzz? It's your boy DJ Jesse Jane here in studio. With Miss Lena Nori. She gonna be my my girlfriend since we both famously single out here, y'all. Yes, we are. What up, Bo? What's going on, everybody? I'm your girl, Lena. Well, actually, Dr. Philina, the girl that gives the best relationship advice but does not take her own advice. And you can find me on Instagram at Lena Nori and Twitter at Lena Nori underscore. Bo, make sure you guys are keeping in contact with us. Hit us up at TV on all social media. And you guys can tag me at DJ Jesse J. Do so it. I had to watch this. No midnight tweets, though. Man. <laughs> You know who could send me a midnight tweet is Mr. David McIntosh. Just kidding. David over Chad? I think I'm growing up to appreciate the Chads in the world. You like the David because of what they found online. No. Because mm. honestly, actually, when I, I mean, I've seen him, I've I've Did known of this it? man far before, but I, I had to, I mean, I didn't think it was anything, you know, because I had to be reminded. I was like, what did that look like? Let me see it. Because he's like one of those guys that's on Instagram that's always naked. And it's like, okay, like you found a dick picture. Like, I'm sure he has, several, it's like Black China suing because there's a naked photo of a girl. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, like he did you a favor. These are out here. Like, it's not like it wasn't, you know. So... I thought it was more interesting that Ronnie kept wanting to like look in the phone at the pictures because I'm like, he's like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, Ronnie. <laughs> well, he probably wants to know what he's up against. Yeah. In the same house? Yeah, but he was making it seem like David had this colossal like submarine in between his pants. And I'm like, Ronnie, what are you working with? <laughs> you got a Duracell dick over there? Like, <laughs> Malika, what's T, girl? Well, they're broken up now, so maybe she'll let us know. That's probably Let's tweet her. Tell us. Ooh, I bet we could probably get Malika in here. She was. Re- I met her on the carpet. She was super sweet. I would love to have her in here. Yeah, I like her. And you know what's fun, random about her is she has, like, have you ever heard, like, Paris Hilton uses a different voice to, for the public? So, basically. Like her hosty voice? It's called, yeah, it's like the Kardashian voice. It's a, they say, basically, um, Britney Spears does it. So, what they do is, in Hollywood, they speak on a higher pitch so it sounds less threatening and people appreciate, like, people are, will be more open to them and have conversations versus what they actually sound like, they, instead of trying to sound like trash. Because Paris Hilton's <laughs> voice is, like, four tones lower than what she actually speaks like. And I saw it tonight in Malika. Malika, when she's around Rob, you hear her like, it's like her like walk around the kitchen like, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ronnie. But when she sat in with Darcy and she knew she had to be on, she was like, hey, how are you? Yeah. I gotta get the box of tissues. Yeah. And the watermen need that. Thanks. But it's so sad, and I've, I love that you just said that, that I've noticed there's a commonality that women feel like they need to bring themselves down a notch in order to not be threatening. Like... What does that mean? I think it, like, not that it stems from this in a way, but maybe with Malika it kind of does uh, 
you know, because I don't think it's with everything, obviously, because if the Kardashians and Britney, they don't have this. But like that angry black girl kind of syndrome that a lot of black women can get if they're if they speak too directly or if they talk a little bit, you know, more bluntly than, you know, I, I, I see a lot of women get get that getting that. I don't think that's her specific case. I think that it's just kind of like a. I know you're not going to listen to me, so I'm going to use this tone of voice. Kind of, I don't know, because it's funny, because I was talking to somebody. My roommate, he does it, and it's like when he's on the phone, he's like, yo, what's good? But in person, he's like, hey, y'all. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what is that? You know? Or then, like, for me, I'm like, okay, I have this. This is my host voice. This is how I speak But do you talk like air. this on Snapchat? No. Well, I don't know if I do. My brother tells me, he's like, you sound so stupid on Snapchat. Stop with the ups and downs and the pits and the pulls. I think it would be like... If I'm speaking directly, like I know that this is the tone that people will listen to. It it makes you pay attention because if you hear me in my regular voice, I'm talking like this. I mumble and it's just like mm, you sound sexy. You know then. what I'm saying? That's <laughs> <laughs> a different kind of show. Um, I don't know, but I was I've been talking about this and voices and pitches and when you know, like you were saying, like sometimes when you hang out with a certain group of people, you kind of adapt to that. And so I think it's interesting in this house. I always wonder how we were talking about those dating things. These people are in these house. Like, are these relationships, can they be real? Can you really build something real in here? Are we really seeing the real you? Are these celebrities seeing the real you? Well, first of all, they're on a TV show where I feel like, and this is actually what I really love about this show, is it gives these reality TV stars an opportunity to show a different side to themselves. But then are we even seeing the real side? Like, Colm just got up and left, and he disappeared. And then when he came back, she's like, let's talk about it. And he's like, I don't want to. Okay. But that's not a part of the rules. Two things with that. Yes, that's not a part of the rules. And I did just watch Real Housewives of Potomac uh, reunion, and they did say one thing. Honey, you signed the release form. So, And that is very true. But also, at the same time, I know production, and I know he knows production. So if he's coming in with liquor in his system... He probably doesn't want to do a therapy session because they can use anything that comes out of... I felt like that's where he was coming from. I don't think it was like, I'm too drained to actually talk about I'm running from my feelings. I think he was like, y'all know I'm hungover and tipsy right now. I'm not having this conversation here. I'm here. I'm I'm speaking. Because he was very like, yes, I know. Like trying to keep himself together. I just, that was to me, that is where my brain went with it. It was more of a production thing. It's funny because I would say you have more of a a softer mindset or a softer interpretation. For me, it's that I feel like he was there season one, made a complete a-hole of himself. And here he is back season two trying to fix that reputation or trying to fix that image. I don't believe there's a side of him that doesn't want to actually... Who doesn't want to be in love? Who doesn't want to be happy? I think bottom line is everyone's here with the right intention but what i'm saying is you're in a house like how realistic is this you're in a house where you see this person 24 7 when you're dating somebody you're not like hey nice to meet you let's move in together so how realistic can it be lesbians are but is it really i'm just kidding but oh like the the bum on the couch (laughs) did he move in day one not day one a week one no but i'm being serious (laughs) like you're in a house you see them breakfast lunch and dinner like for example karina where she had the whole big meltdown which i'm sure we'll get into but immediately after a girl will probably go home ignore you or talk to you later once she's all settled in she goes home and what do you think happens here comes chad and then here comes tiffany the new therapist which i love tiffany by the way tiffany's 
killing it this episode. She needs to come back on Famously Single as a therapist. <laughs> well, or like a helper. Like the, th- like the Dar- sexual Dr. therapist. Dr. Darcy's little, yeah, little <laughs> helper. Because I mean, New York is on one. Um, so, da- all right, so we saw these nude photos. David didn't care. And then this fan of The Bachelorette walked up to Chad and... I didn't take it <laughs> as her flirting. I didn't. I didn't take any of like the moves that they were making. Like their body chemistry is flirting. She. It, I felt like she was more of a fan. Like, hey, I wanted you. She said, I wanted you to end up with Lacey or whatever the girl's yeah. name is. So from afar, I can understand you thinking that what they're talking about, but I didn't even see like the chemistry of like he wasn't like all over her or anything like that. And Karina, for her to kind of get like that, I don't know. It was just kind of like, I get it. I'm not going to be like, I don't, because I do. I've been a jealous one myself. When you just want your man to give you all the light. Dorothy said it best. If you are psycho, you hide that shit. Mm, yep. <laughs> you don't, You definitely do not show them from the beginning. No, you but can, It's okay to be crazy. Yeah, I've been high. Karina. And ironically, I wish I could say it was the liquor, but she was at the bar saying that she was making a virgin drink. Mm-hmm. I feel like she made it a point. To say like who says I'm making a virgin drink? You just say I'm making it. I'm making a drink. I got a cup of coke. I'm making a drink. You know. So I felt like she intentionally wanted to say that she was sober to like validate that she's not crazy off the liquor. But that's even worse. Yeah. It's better if you're crazy off the liquor than crazy not on the liquor. Then you're just really crazy. No, I know. Yeah, because my. I mean, I'm good at handling it, but it'd be the liquor. I'm gonna get that phone call. I actually had one on Tuesday on the fifth or fourth of July, honey. Did you? What'd you? What'd you say? Well. You know, I just voiced myself. Probably a little louder than I should have. Um, Karina's jealous. She decides to go home. And uh, then that's where we popped in with the Dr. Darcy and Callum uh, one-on-one. He basically came out to say that he saw some friends, chased a party, and that he doesn't feel safe with Darcy anymore. I felt like that was an excuse. Don't say that. This isn't about trust or anything like that. You didn't like probably that the producers wanted you to interview because you were hungover, but this was probably scheduled. You knew this. You decided to go out just like you kept pushing everyone away. You know David is the type of person to come put a drink in your face. Like, you did this to yourself. And I think he knows it, and it's just kind of like one of those things like, yeah, I fucked up. All right, like, don't hate me for it. But it's like we can because you signed up for this specific Alcohol, I feel like, is an excuse. So I didn't drink for 29 years. Well, not 29 years because I'm not – I did not drink for 25 minutes. I wasn't even able to drink for 29 years. But I did not drink until last year I had my first sip. And I worked in nightlife for 10 years. So you can imagine five days a week I was around liquor. And I would always hear that excuse. It's the liquor. And if I didn't drink, I wouldn't have texted my ex or I wouldn't have been emotional. And I understand that liquor kind of like – brings maybe a more emotional side out of you it kind of like will amplify anything you're feeling so yeah i agree like if you're naturally an angry person it's going to make you angry if you're naturally a jealous person it's going to make you jealous or but or even more jealous is the correct way to call it but it's not an excuse even if you're hungover it's not an excuse i feel like he's hiding behind liquor he's hiding behind what he really feels and what he really thinks. And it's sad because he's now, what, two seasons in, and I feel like some of the other characters are progressing more than he is. Yeah. Like, even Tiffany's progressing more. Well, like, she was honest about her feelings. I gave her props when she was sitting thing? across from that date, and she admitted that he gave her a weird feeling and she didn't know how to react to it. 
I had so much respect for because step one is acknowledging you have a problem and acknowledging what it is. Well, and that, I think that's more of the scary part with Callum. I think it, what's scary is he knows. I think he's actually probably the smartest one in that in that apartment. I think that he also probably knows as he's doing, like he says, he's doing the bad thing. He knows he's doing it, and it's just kind of one. It's like almost like an ego power trip with him, like. I mean, what's really going to stop me? Like, I know, and he probably thinks it all out. Like, yeah, if I do this, this, and this, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to end up back at the house at the time that I really need to be there. They're going to bug out a little bit. I'll have to hear them. Like, I think he really talks himself through all that, and that makes me feel like, are you a sociopath? Like, are you psycho? Well, he's definitely selfish, I'll tell you that, for the fact that he got up and left. And I, I did appreciate the fact that he came back and gave such a sincere apology, but it's like, even what, was that even scripted? But like, I, honestly, did you if they mean were like, it? Callum killed somebody, like left and like murdered someone, I would be like, oh, well, I wouldn't double question it. He has this weird thing about his like composure, like the way he sits, it's so calculated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he and you don't even like, know. A mass, like a bad guy in the way that you love him like he knows that you're gonna fall in love with him and like once he gets you into that spider web it's like but it's it's, I think it's disrespectful to the other cast members they can't just get up and go disappear it's kind of like he's taking advantage of the situation that he's been on this what two seasons now and he feels like he knows it better than everyone else but if anything I feel like he's actually progressed the least Mm -hmm. even seeing Karina in her psycho murderer moments she needs like just needs a mirror like, I think that's their thing with Karina. Like, they just need to put a mirror in front of her and be like, girl, do you see what you're doing? Because don't you think, like, if you've dated shitty men your whole life, then you meet somebody who may have a troubled past? Because I think that everything with Chad stems from his mother in that relationship with her. So she's using her past still on him. But it's like if somebody really pulled her out from that situation for her to look at herself if she goes back and watches the season I think she would be like oh I was fucking crazy I was crazy okay yeah I actually relate the most to Karina especially in the past I've been a lot like her but I think she's actually identified what her problem is she said in the last episode that she feels like she's independent driven like look at her she's an incredible body she's beautiful she has her own career and I feel like she's that girl that has the checklist. And not only the checklist about what she wants in a guy, she has a checklist in herself. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I'm beautiful. I have a career. I have my own money. I don't need a guy for emotional. She's very strong. And she thinks that's sufficient. But then she doesn't realize that even if you are sufficient, you need to find someone that replicates that and that is secure enough to deal with a girl like that. So she said, she's like, I meet these guys. They love the fact that I'm independent. And the second they get me, they want to break that back down because it makes them insecure. Well, there's something about you that keeps going for these guys that are insecure. And honestly, I can relate to that. And it's the truth. And it's sad. And, and I was even reading an article. Do you ever watch the Snapchat things where you like go up and read the articles? Yep. There was an article and it said the 10 worst ways that celebrities got dumped. So, of course, I want to know how people got dumped. And I think like number four or something was Katy Perry. And Katy Perry was saying that Russell Brand, she found out he was divorcing her on a text message. And she was in an interview and she said this. And it was so crazy because it was so similar to what Karina said. And she said, when you meet a guy and he's strong and independent or famous or has things going for himself, he wants to find someone that matches. They want to find someone that matches them equally. Because they're like, they're not with me for the fame. They're not with me for the money. Like how Ronnie's been saying, how Ronnie's been saying, how Chad's been saying they want someone that's with them for them. And then she's like, all of a sudden, I guess they went on tour. And she's like, I started taking the front seat. And she's like, I knew we were going to get divorced from that point. Hmm. So it's just, it's something that a lot of women go through. 
women that are independent, that are strong and driven, they're like, at what point is a guy going to accept that we are that and not try to change us? Equality, people. Let's get it together. That's interesting. I didn't know that about Katy Perry. I didn't know that either. All I thought that, that was crazy. I knew, I knew the texting, but I didn't know that. Like For her to come out and say, like, once I got this, like, I knew it was going to... That's interesting. Well, then she followed up with it. Then later on down the line, she realized why they actually got divorced, but she said she's not going to release why. She keeps it inside for a, a raining day, for yeah. a rainy day. Basically, for her book. Yeah. Um... Ronnie says he likes Malika, but he doesn't know what to do, and that causes him to be scared to pull back a little bit. And do you think that they pulled back at all? I think... Or we've seen any pulling back from them? No, I mean, they didn't she, like, grab his hand and say, we'll do this together and yeah. let's go to bed? They're just, they're two people struggling to figure out what their problems are, and they're just both in, like, sabotage mode, and it's going to explode into, like, this whole big thing. Oh, my God. Honestly, like, it was just, like, he scares me. He scares me. And it's funny because he's the type of guy that I would be, like... He's pr- everything. Like, he just looks bomb. He's just a cuddler and just wants to love. And, like, but no, I don't. I, I, he, like, there's something about him that freaks me out. And I feel like Malika knew that from the, like, that's why she's talking to him. She knows he is emotionally unavailable. I think Ronnie knows how to quickly get a girl to think he's charming and all that. And then once he does that, he doesn't know what to do with it. And that's why I think in the Jersey Shore, Sammy kind of ran the relationship because it was whatever she wanted, whatever. And he, they would always be in these fights and arguments because they never were on the same page with each other. And it's funny because I didn't think of it until watching this episode. And I was, but he wasn't also the best boyfriend either. Yeah, I feel like if you can easily just meet somebody like, hey, nice to meet you. I love you. You can just do that with anybody. And that's actually what Chad said on the speed dating. He's like, how can I have these feelings for Karina? Uh, yeah, for Karina when... I just and by the way, Justine, who was on the speed date, is actually one of the afterbuzz hosts. Did you know that? No. Yeah. I was like something about her was sounding familiar when I was like We actually went to hosting class together. We took um Carolyn Berry's hosting academy like a couple months ago and I, I saw the glasses and I'm like, Is that Justine? And then he said her name and I'm like, Oh my god, she's actually one of the afterbuzz hosts. We have to have her come in next week. No, we do. Oh yes. She gotta spill the tea. So anyways, back to what I was saying is it's it's true. How can you just He's like, how can I trust my feelings for Karina when I just met this other girl and I'm so into her? And then Roni, and then he just did the speed date. Ronnie did the speed date with the other girl. What was the girl's name? Um, She was uh, gorgeous, by the way. He was like, oh, an intellectual conversation or shoot, where to have it somewhere. Um, Ronnie's girl was beautiful. That blonde. Yeah, she was really pretty. I, I don't know where I have it, but it, he he made that comment about the intellectual conversation, and that is a true, honestly, like it really is kind of a thing. Like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like, you, I feel like this is the society social media has kind of built up for us because growing up, and when I hear stories about like my grandparents or my parents and like them falling for somebody like it was time. It took like a long time. It was like they built a friendship and there was these bonds, and it was like. Nowadays, it's like, 
Oh, I liked like four pictures specifically on his Instagram, and I made sure that I liked the first one. And then I scrolled down a couple, you know, and it was like I didn't like the shirtless one. I liked the ones where it was but- just him smiling, so he knew it with like real feelings. And then we went on our first date, and it was so cute, and it was everything right. And then he got up from the table, and I just totally turned to my right, and I was talking to this other guy, and he was everything. And he gave me this number. And we live in this society where we're telling people, it's like, it's okay, you guys aren't in a relationship, you're just dating. You can date. Date all these people. And then you're, it's like, your life is Tinder. And you just have all these relationships that you don't, and you're going on dates every other night. I don't know, I've never been, I've never been that person. I don't know if that's a right thing to do or a wrong thing to do. It's just weird to me. Like, I'm not somebody who can connect with that many people on that type of a level. It freaks me out because... I don't know how to control, and I think that this is what, like, someone like Ronnie goes through this. Okay, if I talk to you and we hit it off and I think it's totally jamming, then all of a sudden now you like me. No, there's no way for me to win this other than hurting you. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's why I feel like a lot of people become emotionally unavailable. I feel like Ronnie is like one of that. I don't understand, I know we talked about this in the last episode, I don't understand these levels of dating for the yeah. life of me, and that's, that's why... why Robert Mack in here. That's why, like, I would never... <laughs> want to ever date I feel like dating is like walking into a horror movie not knowing who's your enemy who's for you who's against you and out of nowhere like weapons pop out like here's a knife here's a shield (laughs) watch out there's an axe yeah oh my god there's a spider coming it's like dating is crazy yeah and there's levels like what is a level when you've gone on a date with somebody at least I would say three dates you've obviously made a conscious decision like actual dates like hey yeah I really like you Jesse would you join me tonight for dinner for some dancing and giggles blah blah blah. and no there's like levels there's like oh but we're not in a relationship yet so four months in until I ask you will you be my boyfriend you are off talking to other girls and that's okay well, I mean, you wouldn't be talking about the girls. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but and I don't uh, get that. I don't. I don't. Understand. And then what happens is, is that the people like myself and you that don't play that game. We get invested into a relationship, and then we find out down the line, like, oh, that guy was actually talking to other girls. You ask them about it, they're like, but we weren't together. And then it's like, bye, because I wasn't doing that. you're the crazy person calling on drunk, like, why did you... (laughs) Well, the crazy person is Karina, who's never even been on a date. Like, the guy hasn't even asked her on a date, and she's like, how dare he talk to that fan? And it was completely platonic. Like, maybe the girl in the back of her head wanted something, Yeah. but it's more of like... You know when you even follow somebody on social media, you, you feel like you know so much about them. So you see them, you're like, hey, what's up? So like that one picture with your dog that was so cool. And then July 4th, your mom's awesome, blah, yeah, blah. Like, it was and, just... And I don't think that's the type of girl that he wants. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like he, I think he wants someone who he knows is real. I think he wants somebody who would be like, I never watched The Bachelorette. Yeah, you well, know what I'm saying? I don't think he wants somebody who is like, oh, I was such a fan of you. And like, now I love you. He actually said that to her. He goes, I want to know if a girl's with me because I'm on the show or because of how I was on the show. Right. But yeah, I think he would love to have a girl that doesn't even know who he is. And I think that's why he likes Karina because he feels like she has her shit together and she's so driven. But then it's like exactly like Ronnie and Malika. You have two people who are halves. And you would think that because they're not whole themselves, they can be whole together. No. Mm-mm. that It's like this. It's not the same. You got to have two people that are their own halves and you have that little gra- diagram. I never passed that in, in, in English school. What is that? In, in the English class? piece in the middle. Like, what is that? Like the similarities? Let's not embarrass ourselves. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry to my fifth grade teacher. That's a Venn diagram. Venn diagram. Love you, Mark. Yes. Love you, Mark. Um, <laughs> that was terrible. That's all right. 
We both failed. Um, <laughs> Karina said, what you say is sweet, but then your actions are totally different. And then he turned to her and said, and she didn't, and never responded to this. He said, if she was fat, would you have felt the same way? That was the best thing I've ever heard in my life. Yep. Cause it's, the and best. She, didn't res- she couldn't respond because she knew, she knew how shallow she would sound because she knew what the answer was to that question. But really, sometimes guys don't even have, like... They'll just go for anything. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. But she knows him. He ain't like that. Because he can... He, Chad can pull whatever... I was just walking in here before you had came. Everyone was like, oh, Chad? Chad is Chad going to come on the show? I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he's very handsome. But I'm like... He's very handsome. And I feel like I understand Karina's frustration that... He talks a big game, and it's funny because the song that we just introed in, it says, actions speak louder than words. Like, he just literally walks in, or he didn't walk in, she walked in, and he just assumes they're going on a date. What happened to chivalry? What happened to no, asking uh-uh. for a I, date? Because I do understand him. He is a boy. He's a little boy. Like, the more I watch Chad, like, from the moment I, I met him before we did this show, and I, it was for Famously Single, and I remember interviewing everybody, and for some reason, everyone kept like putting it in my ear that Chad was going to be this dick, this asshole, this da da da. He was one of the nicest out of all the entire cast of them. New York wasn't there, and Calum wasn't. He was the nicest one, like very open conversationalist. And the more I watch him on the show, I'm like, you're a little boy. Like he's scared. Like he's just a scared little boy. And I think it's funny. That she says he sees this Jekyll Hyde personality. I think that that's a protective thing. I think it's uh, when he feels like he is less than. I think he he builds himself cocky and all that stuff because he doesn't believe those things about himself. I think that he is probably very insecure with himself. um, And he just hasn't had the right person to really sit there and be like, pull out all of his insecurities, lay them on the table and be like, I'm still here. Like, well, let's talk about it. Well, she sits there and she calls him that. And then she's kind of like doesn't even know who she is either. I don't think he's like a player. No. I mean, I don't know his history. Maybe he's cheated in the past. It seems like with him, I do agree that, you know, he has a little boy side to him. But come on, we learn in like second grade. What will you be my Valentine? Like, you know that if you want to ask somebody out, you ask them. Yeah. But, but with her. The way New York came in, though. She came in hot, but she came in hot, and I, I much respect to that. But I do feel I, the way he, as a little, as a his mindset of a boy, and it, this is an excuse. It sounds like an excuse. I it's think more, you have a man crush on him. No, I don't. I'm just <laughs> I can recognize it. Like he's what, not your type. He, no, no, at not all. at all. No, looks wise. No, anything wise. No, I mean like he's an attractive guy. But you like, like the bad boys. That's why you like but David. He's a bad boy. No, honestly, I really don't even think David's that cute. I like from afar, David. Like in a picture, David's cute. But then he's like in person and be like, okay, stop. Okay, if you had to choose forcefully, there's no like I plead the fifth. Column, uh, Ronnie, Chad, or David. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Who would you pick and it why? It would have to be between Chad and Callum. Only, and that's just because, like, now getting to know them, it's like those are the two that I feel like I could have. Like, like I think David is very attractive, but 
like his. You just said that Colum is a serial killer. I did. I mean, but I, you hey, went from a guy on your couch to a serial killer. Hey, but like we said about New York, listen, like, doctor, it's usually the wrong. Doctor Felina's here for you. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's diagnose you. Well, look. So tell me, uh, honey. I don't Jesse, have tell me the best <laughs> track record. Jesse, do you like horror movies? I love them actually. Just watch Does Split, it, and I think I might. No, I'm just kidding. Is your favorite horror movie the bum that ends up slitting your throat? Is that your favorite movie? I've never seen that one, but um. Sounds a little bit like my love life. Um, no, why I say that is because watching it, Chad is not somebody in real life I would ever be like, yeah, that's going to be my man. But but everyone I, else thinks that. But as I'm watching it now, I'm starting to see, I didn't watch any of the bullshit, so I don't, I don't like Chad because, oh, his bad boy mentality. Like, to me, it's more what I'm liking about Chad is seeing his backstory and seeing him be in these awkward situations with people telling me like, oh, he's so this, he's so that. I don't see that. And I, to me, that's endearing. With Callum, okay, it is a little scary because like I would be questioning him like, are you a serial <laughs> killer? Like you're psycho. Like you just, hello, yes. Like you look like the fucking Joker. I swear to God, I was just going to say he's going to make the perfect Joker. Honestly, like Callum is creepy, but at the same or time. Or he's like the, like an Italian job. Like he's always going to play like the mob boss, like the bad guy that like has people m- murdered. Yep. That's him. Callum though is like not physically what I would typically go after, but mentally that's exactly the guy that I date. Like the the guy that I think he's smart, and if I, he just meets me and understands my heart, he'll change. Like that's totally. David used to be the type of guy I would go after just because I'd be like, oh my god, he's so hot, and he likes he works out on himself, and he's just so into himself. But then you realize like he's stupid, and he just is out here fucking everything. I love what you said, and I do agree. I think that Chad is actually the most honest person on the show. I think Ronnie's honest, but Ronnie doesn't even know what he's doing. Yep. So you can't be honest if you don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> um, you have Colum, who were convinced went and murdered somebody last night. So police department, if somebody got murdered Let's between the hours of... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wasn't this like filmed earlier? Yeah, but anyways, if somebody, if somebody was murdered and you can't find the killer... Famously single. No, I'm just kidding. Poor guy. He probably hates us right now if he's watching this. He's probably laughing. And then you have Chad, who is just so honest. And actually, Chad, even in his intro, he said, I was not scripted as the bad boy in The Bachelor. He goes, I was the bad boy. And I love that. Mm -hmm. Just be honest. Be real. Be yourself. I can be psycho. I can admit that. I can be insecure. You can date a bum and a serial killer, and you like Colm's mental problems. We're honest. Honesty. And I feel like Chad is the most honest. But Karina, I'm going to backtrack on this. Even though I love Karina and I was like pro-Karina last week, I think she's the one that's playing the games and doesn't realize it. Like he walked over to get a drink. He owes her nothing. He's not your boyfriend. You're not in a relationship. You haven't even gone on a date yet. He walks over to get a drink to like make an effort and she just shuts him down. So how was the chick? Was she good in bed? But did you notice last season Brandy was like that would count? Very like that's true. Oh, he's doing that. I'm not talking to him anymore. Dun 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 dun. So, because uh, I'm, I noticed like. The, but they were actually they had something. They haven't even gone on a date yet. Yeah. They haven't even kissed yet. I mean, she got he got like a. But I think that's she got, also like, a where kiss the right here. Come, yeah, but she made sure it was just a kiss right there because that was so awkward. Like, I think that there's so much tension there that, and it's gone like a couple days without a conversation. That it's like this awkwardness, and honestly, I think that if it's too much, then it's kind of like, well, maybe we should just be friends, kind of a thing, because you do need that conversation. Because I feel like 
when I really liked somebody, I couldn't have that conversation. Like, I, I, I see what they're going through. And that's why I think with Chad, I'm starting to, like, look at him like, okay. I agree. Karina, yeah. you're the one with the, the wall up. and But the, it's so endearing for him to know that. Like, he sees that about her because I think he does that with himself. And just to see him, like, continue to go back and kind of be like, I'm still standing on the other side. Not only does she put the wall up, because it's something I used to do myself, she puts the wall up, and then she expects you to know exactly what she's thinking. Oh. Like, why did you do that? Even though we haven't gone on a date, we're in a relationship. Are you a Leo girl? Are you a Leo? And (sighs) I think there's a part of her, as a woman that is so driven and has so many things going for herself, she doesn't know when to take the back seat. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in a relationship, it's not about one person taking the back seat and then another person take the back seat. It's about knowing at the right time when for someone to back off. And she's just always like attacking him. And then he said he likes that. He goes, she's kind of psycho, but I think I like it. I was like, no, don't say that. That's why he's like feeding her psychoness. He's feeding the ego. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a little, it is. I feel like, like we're Team Chad today. And we are definitely Team Chad. We're Team Chad. Um, I loved, one of my favorite random moments was when Ronnie asked, um, oh my God, what's her name? Oh my God, my mind just went blank. Uh, Wang. Dorothy. Dorothy. About uh, Malika's leather top. <laughs> that was just like, just a quick, I literally, cute the Coca Cola almost came out of my nose right now. And he didn't even call her Dorothy. He was like, Wang, what do you think about this? <laughs> that sounds like, a, like, you know, like Alexander Wang. I feel like that sounds so appropriate. Wang. And she was like, I'm sure you would love her in it. <laughs> she kept it cute. Um, so they go on these blind dates. Which, would you ever do this? I... I would, I've never wanted to do, like, that speed dating. I know there was, like, places that used to have, like, the speed dating. And one time, I, one of my girlfriends went to it. Not me. But um, I love the fact that your eyes are closed. I lo- yeah. I feel like that says so much. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm at that point where I'd want to put myself in there. But you truly see people's real sides. And I actually was looking a lot at Dorothy, who I've noticed that like when it comes to like dating and men, I'm very like similar to her in that. And I was like, wow, like I didn't like that. And I don't like that I'm like that. Like You sat there and you saw Chad and he was like so open with Justine. And then even Karina, she did that weird like hand-holding thing and then Tiffany I think was by far my favorite part of this entire episode where she was like oh let me grab it I want to feel it I want to know the size and then she felt an energy and it's so crazy because in my most recent relationship it was the first time ever that I had actually been the one to initiate it I've never been the girl that like will go up to a guy flirt with the guy like it's always been the guy coming after me talking to me and it's the same thing like I felt this weird energy and it freaked me out. I didn't know what to do with it. I got scared at first. Then I said some stupid things and it made me all like insecure. And I'm like, what am I saying? I don't even talk like that. Like, that's not me. And it's insane because her eyes were closed. She didn't even see how good looking the guy was. Like that to her is her perfect kind of guy. He's like, oh, I'm a basketball player. He had the leather jacket. He's tall, dark, and handsome. And she just knew. And that to me is like, what does that say? I'm so big on energy. That says so much about the fact that we are built off of energies. Yeah. Because she felt it. What did she feel then? No, I know. I, I just think that it... I don't and know. And they start I, talking shit. Your hands are small. I question... I don't know. I questioned it. Because, like, with her. Because I, I don't... I didn't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing. Now, with Chad and Justine, that energy was like, bam. Ronnie and the other girl, it was like, bam. Like, those to me were... 
their dates to me outside of that this would have would be fun with New York and that guy I, I don't know it just seemed like very it's just always going to be sexual with her and I think that it's going to take somebody to take her fully out of that but this was the first guy that she wasn't sexual with with the other guy I forget his name she was like oh I've got enough booty and he's like well I'm hungry she's like I could feed you forever but then with this guy, she didn't say anything sexual. Well, she just immediately... She when she said small hands, she was saying that to but that downplay was... the fact that she know he got big old dick. Well, I feel like she said it as like a defense mechanism because she knew she felt something and didn't know why. I feel like she has that humor and it's kind of like a barrier for her. Mm-hmm. She uses the humor, the jokes, the comedy to kind of like protect herself, not to tell you when she's serious and when she's not. And she sent something. And so that's why she just threw out the insult. She's like, oh, your hands are small. He's like, I'm a basketball player. How do you think I gripped that ball? These hands are not small. Um, And then we saw David. um, Oh, and Callum with that Whitney girl. They were cute, too. Was it Rob that picked the speed daters? I don't know. They did an excellent job. I'm not going to lie. Those, Those, like, four or five people were amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. David, though, has this touching thing where he was, like, hugging the girls, grabbed her ass, and then there was another girl who was like, he was like, hi, how are you? He's like, yeah, I'm David. Like, he reminds me of, like, a little boy just who just has too much testosterone and just got to put a dick in everything. He was like, can I touch your face? Like, can you touch my face? <laughs> like, no. What? What did you think of Colum and the sniffing? That was funny. I thought that was cute because it was like a hug and then it turned into the sniff that like i don't know how important is smelling to you very oh my god everything like a guy's scent you like like dream about it yeah i mean i've definitely met guys that don't have a scent what if they have bad bo then that's like no i'm (laughs) saying like that like you can like you can be a person where i don't notice your scent and that's cool but if (laughs) obviously you know what i mean like if i notice your scent Okay, I have to ask this because I, I went yeah. on a date and this happened to me. Please be honest, completely candid. What would you do if someone on the first date is eating onions? I will. I mean, that, that, I'm a, I don't. That does like I'm weird. Like that stuff doesn't. I'm a weird person. Like I can. What go does and, it? I need to hear the answer. I don't know. Like that. Is it a deal breaker? Me. No. Oh at my all. god. Onions. I'm not kissing you on the first date. You. But won't. you can smell it. Like they're gonna sweat out the onion juice. What kind of date are you on that you're sweating? <laughs> like first of all, I don't do that. I don't sweat on first dates. <laughs> I don't go to places where I'm like. No. Like, like what if you're sitting at the beach and it's hot outside? You're walking. You could smell like the onions coming we off their live fingers. Two world, different world. I ain't at the beach <laughs> on my first date with my man. If I'm at the beach with a man, it's at night and we look watching the sun. Set. I don't like beaches, but onion. Like I'm not a deal. Like I don't know. Like I'm weird. Like foods and like onions, though. Yeah, like that doesn't bother me. Like I the, like. It would be more so like. How are you single then? If you're not even that picky. <laughs> no, I'm very picky. I'm picky about everything, but like shit you can't control. Like. I mean, you could I don't want to say it like onions. this, but like farting, shitting, like things like that. Like things people obviously like on the first date, you don't want any of that. But it's like, you know that these things happen with people. So like, it's not a turn off. Like, I mean, it's kind of like, oh, do you just fart right here? <laughs> like, okay. Like I might have a conversation with my friends about it another time, but it's not a deal breaker. Like it's life. It happens. And it's like, oh, all right. Okay. But if you're on the first consistent. date and he's picking you up and he... Breaks one in the car. <laughs> That's for sure. A deal breaker. Do not lie. You are lying right now. Stop like, lying to yourself. Like, no, it's like a be pl- like Chad. Be honest. I mean, it would, there would have to be a lot of variables for me <laughs> to have a conversation with you after that. Onions. 
and breaking the cheese in the car. <laughs> if honestly, Deal like, you would have to be like, because I feel like if Chad picked me up <laughs> and was like, I feel like he would like stop the car, get out the car, and like walk away ten feet. If you did something like that, I would laugh and I'd be like, "Okay, did you really just do this fucking?" And I would be like, "It's weird. It's fucking weird." I'm gonna talk about you. And I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about it right I'm now. I'm gonna be on air talking about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like I'm a, I'm just a very weird person. Stop lying because I've got no. I could, I could tell you some things that have happened this past year that I'm just shocked at myself. <laughs> um, oh what my else God. did we get? All right. Well, you know what? Let's just head into predictions because my brain's going to several other places. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, Karina came home and uh, she, well, she goes into the other room and she talks to Dorothy and Malika about Chad not asking her on a date. And then Ronnie gets up to go uh, ask Chad what he thought. And then next week we're going to see they're going to go on this yoga date. What are your thoughts? It's. The yoga date is ironically, he was so against it, but I feel like, especially because it looked like a one-on-one thing, it's like such a sexual thing. I did love the fact that Tiffany, and Tiffany, you're stepping it up this episode, she's like, why don't you do something that you know that she loves? Like, she's into dancing, she's into being athletic. Do something with her, show her that you're interested. And even though he's not athletic, and she she goes, I know you don't want to twist your manhood into a pretzel, but think about you twisting her into a pretzel. He's like, can I get some popcorn and watch? So I do think it's going to be a good date. I do think it's something that's different. It's outside the box than the typical, you know, you go to dinner and it's like loud and yep. it's like you're across the table. You're watching the person eat. What if there's something in your teeth? I feel like a yoga See, like, date is something like that different. Is a more of a deal breaker. In your where teeth? You How do you know what's in your teeth? Oh, where you go on the date? Where you? Where okay. we're going on our date? If on our first date you take you are like, let's go to the movies. For what? Like so I we cannot to- talk. Yeah irks my nerve like unless it was like y'all are friends and then it starts turning into that like there are just certain things that's like that's not a good proper date because how are you really getting to know this person like going out to eat I think that is like going out for dinner isn't a date to me like there needs to be something with that I go out to eat with friends all the time no but you do something after you like go bowling or yeah you know what I'm saying something something has to be attached to it because uh, you know if it is gonna be the onion situation you know what I mean like that can't be the only (laughs) driving force that story is just too good I'm gonna have to tell you that one later (laughs) Um, no not even like that but I was like stuck um and then stuck like kind of how Ronnie stuck with this intellectual conversation. And Malika was like, you only be having uh, intellectual conversations with nobody else. Uh, if you want to talk to somebody, you can talk to me. That was too much. I don't know what's up with Malika and Karina on this episode, but they're taking Psycho to another level. And I've been that girl. And like Dorothy said, you hide that shit. But it's not even that. They're not your boyfriends. You're not in a relationship with them. You're on a show where they didn't actually come to meet you. They came to open themselves up to love and meeting new people. And right off the bat, they anchored themselves Mm -hmm. to you girls. And that in itself is, you know, a big deal. But it's like, oh, how dare you? And she was talking to him like she's like his teacher. Like, how dare you go into detention today? But it's like, guys don't like that. And even though if they think they like that, they don't. Like, long term, you don't want somebody that talks to you like that. You don't want somebody that has those kind of insecurities. Because if it's what like pre-date like I mean they didn't, they've kissed but they haven't even been on a date yet I feel like they are 100% taking all their baggage from their old relationships and throwing it onto the new guy like they meet Chad yep. and they meet Ronnie and they're like oh you're the guy that's married that cheated on your wife I'm gonna treat you like nah, 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 nah. and then Karina's like 
you're the guy that wants to change me, that doesn't like me for me, that is a cheater. And then he's just literally was having the most platonic conversation with somebody. And she's like, how dare he? he that, it's not the same guy. The past, Eckhart Tolle said it best. The past is a footprint. That's it. Let it go. The present is a future present moment. Just keep living in the present. Do not live in the future. Do not live in the past. Stop carrying your baggage. It's so hard to do that, but I mean. You, you got to love yourself. That's how you start doing it. Mm. You got to love yourself to love someone else, honey. All right. We want to thank you all for tuning in. Let us know what you guys think of the show or what you guys thought of some of these. You know what? Why don't you tell us some of your situations, some of your bad dates. Um, would you date somebody who ate onions on the first day? <laughs> We want to know. Write them down below. Uh, you guys can hit us up at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to us if you guys can't watch us. You guys can listen to us on iTunes at AfterBuzz TV. Famously single. Keep in contact with me at DJ Jesse J. And I'm Lena Nori. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I would like to know if Onions is a deal breaker or not. You can find me on Instagram at Lena Nori and on Twitter at Lena Nori underscore. Till next week. Same time, same place. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 